welcome back to That's Immortality, my darlings. Hi, I'm Lacey and I'm a liar. Hi, I'm Yasmin and I'm a liar. Welcome back, episode 13. Ooh. Lucky number 13. Whoop, whoop. This is called Know Your Frenemies. Everyone has a frenemy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the description for this episode is Relationships are in flux in Rosewood as the girls face many obstacles. As Noel steps up his pursuit for Ezra, Ari and Ezra begin to feel like there may be no way out. <sighs> when I <laughs> saw this description, when I looked at like, went to put the episode on, I wrote down the description as I always do. And I went, fuck me, this is going to be hell. And so, I'm going to need wine. (laughs) Excuse me while I pour myself a glass. (laughs) Yasmin, how do you feel about the description? Lacey has an entire bottle of wine. That is going to have a very autumnal looking mug. Mug. Glass. Mug. (laughs) I have already poured myself a glass of rosé, um, but Lazy looks like she's got white wine today. I do have white wine, and there was a bit of delay of recording, so it's a very sweaty, warm bottle of white wine. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got the fancy crap. It used to be £10, now it was £7.50. This episode, man. Also, the fact that we're drinking is hilarious because I know for a fact there are multiple drinking game points in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot of different shots, isn't there? I was thinking of you when I was watching this episode, like, oh, Lacey's going to say something about this and about this. (laughs) Something will happen. I might just hold. I'm very nervous about my setup, so I'm probably going to just hold the wine. (laughs) Lacey's trialling a new setup, so let's bear with her today. If you hear the creaky bed, don't question it. <laughs> oh, yay. But we begin in the Hastings house, which is a really creepy intro. Yeah, it's dark. You kind of feel like it might be a horror film. But it's not, obviously. We're... It's dark and we see Spencer's shadow <laughs> at the top of the stairs. She's looking down. I actually have a question. <laughs> Sorry. I've written someone with braids and then it turns out to be Spencer but I questioned the ugly metal thing in the background I was like was that always there (laughs) you see it again (laughs) I didn't see this ugly metal thing I noticed I just noticed all the the bags on the floor which I'm assuming implies that our newlyweds are back from their glorious honeymoon to wherever in In Ohio there we go she creeps down the stairs very slowly and you can kind of hear like whispering going on. And obviously it's one of those, I guess it's like a horror thing, isn't it? Where she steps down a step. Yeah. Try, and it's like, oh, is this one going to creak? Oh, oh. And then eventually it creaks. And she alerts Melissa and Ian. And <laughs> Melissa instantly, they both actually instantly like jolt their heads, don't they? And Melissa's yeah. like, is anyone there? <laughs> God, calm down. Which... She's so she's so stressed. When they're whispering, you can see she's like, hey, I don't know if I can do it. 
don't know what they're talking about, but <laughs> she's stressed. Something really intense by the looks of it. But the way Spencer runs away is the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, she... when it cuts. <laughs> Her running down the hall. Do you know in Scary Movie where they make fun of... And like final girls runs and she yeah. runs really stupidly. That's how Troy runs. That's her. She looks like Gollum. Yeah, <laughs> she does. <laughs> her legs are everywhere. She also peeks around the door. I'm like, hun, you're trying not to get caught and you're Oh, oh let me look around the corner. Oh, and then Well yeah, she enters her room and she, she hears her laptop go off and she checks her emails and she has one email. I wish I had one email. Who clears out your emails like that psychopath? Me? Ne- I have like 299 emails or something. 200? I have 24,000 unread emails. <laughs> I don't delete them. I have emails from uni and it was about eight years ago. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> kept forever <laughs> i like memories all of those times memories where I've got what memories <laughs> you submitted your you submitted your assignment well oh my done. god do you have though wait but you wouldn't have got it to your personal email you would have got that to your uni email yeah no i have this like so where i send myself files back and forth so I, I have so many uni assessments do you remember your uni number oh no not off the top of my head i think Came i do something Mine was K131 8353. Someone steal her identity. Find her on the <laughs> <laughs> find her on the university website. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. I have my university ID, some art sidetrack about the university IDs. I didn't take a picture beforehand and I went to go get my pe- picture taken on induction day and they told me I needed my ID, like, you know, my passport or my driver's license or something, but I didn't have it. So I had to, and there was a limited time you could get your picture taken for this ID. So I had to run back to my halls that was about 15 to 20 minute walk. So I ran to my halls and ran back. And so my uni ID is my big fat red face. (laughs) Had it for years. I still have mine. I think it's in my past. Mine's somewhere. Anyway, she opens this one email. (laughs) This one email is from unknown. It's not a very long one. I don't even think it has a subject title lazy it says married for love or an alibi a see this a message makes spencer actually think because usually when we have a messages people look shocked right this one you can you can kind of see spencer's brain like oh a might have a point (laughs) yeah (laughs) the intro plays same shot of the stairs though but in the daylight which is where we get a much better shot of the ugly metal thing. You have to go back and look at it. It's hideous. I have to. I don't recall an ugly metal. What is it? <laughs> I don't, it's like is it a decoration? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's hideous. <laughs> the Hastings have no taste. Spencer's still sneaking down the stairs. It's morning, but she's still sneaking down the stairs. It's like she's not in her own house. Well, they hate her, so I guess <laughs> no one in that house likes her. I don't hate her anymore. They're called a truce. It's all good. Yeah, but Mrs. Hastings' last episode said, well, you know, who's to blame for that? It's Pence Do you remember Wren? <laughs> she goes straight towards her coffee, obviously, because it's a classic Spencer thing to do. 
the casual cup that's already out for her. It's just there, ready for her. She's washed it and put it there the night before. I feel like last episode we were interrupted a lot by Mr. Ian Thomas. And again, he's there. He's there again. We have to get used to this stupid man now. I've written a note here and I <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm automatically annoyed at every man in this show. <laughs> you are, though. I feel like every time someone comes up these days, you're like, oh. But apart from Mr. Fields, everyone has annoyed me. Oh, who else do I have? And Sean. Give Sean a break. Oh, Sean. I do like Sean. I forgot about him. (laughs) (laughs) So do the showrunners. (laughs) Yeah, very Sean. (laughs) I don't know why, but as soon as Ian came, I was just automatically annoyed. And then I thought, why are you annoyed? He hasn't actually done anything. Like, give the man a break. He has the audacity to exist. <laughs> like, seriously, Yasmin. Calm the fuck down. Man, hey, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, awkwardly talking as well, because then she says, she says something, and he's like, oh, did you hear anything last night? Or he mentions last night, and she's like, no. Like I said, I, only, I didn't know you were back. <laughs> it's very smooth. And then he backs her into a wall. <laughs> Not on purpose, I don't think, but she steps away from him and falls into the wall behind her. She's like, oh. so scared of him. Why does she just look so scared of him? I don't get it. She's worried he's going to hit on her again. But she liked it. I mean, she was, I don't know how old, but she wasn't fucking complaining at the time. Now she's automatically like, oh my God, he's a monster. She's already ruined one marriage. Plus, mm. she oh, knows that's that why. it's Alison's sloppy seconds as well. Well, they don't know that for sure yet, do they? Well, they know the, the tree, Ian and Ali. Oh, yeah, but they they were debating if that was Ali trying to cause shit or being a psychopath. Ian gives her the creepy jeebies. No, what's it called? What's the, what's the saying? Heebie-jeebies. Creepy Okay, this is going well. Anyway, <laughs> Ian gives her good news that they're actually... He's got so much shit that they have to move to their place in Philly. I don't know why they have so many pla- unoccupied places, but... They're rich. <laughs> they have a place in Philly that they are moving to. <laughs> she looks scared the entire time they're talking. Don't know why. The entire she conversation. Does. She just looks terrified. <laughs> he also, he's so weird about it. He's like, we're family now, Stance. I hope you can see that. She starts digging about Hilton Head. Is that, have you been, have you been there? He's going, yeah, you know ages ago and she goes Ali was there Ali was there and he's like cool sure look with her grandma to a tournament where you playing and he's just going I don't I don't know Spencer and then she just very softly goes uh huh she disappeared the night she got back (laughs) so such a random thing to bring up (laughs) okay Spencer (laughs) what did you expect him to say to that is this like meant to be a conversation starter or he just chatting random shit do you remember when my friend disappeared? <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? Just in case everyone forgot, she also went to a golf tournament with her grandma. He doesn't take the bait though. He lets it. He's just like, okay. No, he's very chilled. He's making his eggs or whatever he's doing. And we are greeted to Byron's fat head. <laughs> <laughs> Byron is back. Byron, this episode, the scene that plays out. The audacity of this man. Don't you just love him? But, I mean, he's made Arya and Mike a lovely looking breakfast. I noticed they had a fruit bowl. Not as big Always. as Pam's. <laughs> it's Pam's cast-offs. That's why last week's was empty. I love that Mike is reading the newspaper. 
classic 14 year old thing to do don't know how old he is i think he's supposed to be 14 or 15 thing he says next because aria goes so like how did yesterday go with mum and byron the audacity of men what says well i thought it was gonna be a date but turns out it was your mum telling me that she was dating which hang on both the kids act like they haven't been told this so who won your separated wife she's not asking you on a date is she why would she do that two who are you to tell your kids she's dating surely that's the conversation for her yeah i just thought it was really strange why would you tell your kids that anyway oh yeah your mum's dating by the way Ugh. wish i was going on a date with her seriously why do they keep thinking their kids are their mates? Like, they talk to their kids like they're just friends and they're in the pub having a chat. Dude, well, these guys. are your children. What? Pam called it in the first episode. She says that they're too... I would never treat a kid like that. And Emily goes, well, they see them as people. <laughs> <laughs> but Mike isn't happy about this, understandably. And he, he has a brilliant line that is... That's just so you, Dad. You lie and cheat, but you draw the line of hypocrisy. You're such a role model. I love him. 10 out of 10, Mike. 10 out of 10. I've also got a brackets here because I recently saw a clip on TikTok. Both Ella and Mike have been on Grey's Anatomy. And when I saw him this young, I was like, oh, he was on Grey's. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't everyone been on that? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You name it, they've been there. Probably as a patient. I guess it's like their starting role extra in grades usually then we get this awful angle of spencer on the phone it's a really horrible angle from the side of her face and then she copies us yeah (laughs) oh i just want to inquire about my husband she's been around (laughs) pam clearly yeah she's got her southern american accent clearly influenced by yours truly obviously 10 years before we even got on the scene she knows my question here is the shot zooms out and we see that emily's there which i was like what the fuck why emily looks really confused she's like why are you doing this which is what alerted my questions i'm thinking how did this meeting start right did spencer sit (laughs) down first and then pick up the phone and then emily joined or did M get there first, Spence got there, picked up the phone straight away, start talking in this accent? <laughs> did they arrive together and Spencer was just like, right, one sec, and started talking in American, like a South American accent on the phone? The fuck is happening? Why did they, why is Emily doesn't know what's going on? I've got a theory. They, I think they arrived together. Emily's eating her breakfast. She thinks it's a breakfast date with her pal, right? That's what she's expecting. And Spencer goes, can you give me an impression of your mum for a second? And Emily goes, well, howdy. And Spencer goes, yes, that's perfect. And then she goes, one second, I have a theory. And she picks up the phone and does that. And Emily's like, what? That's my theory. That was, I'm so confused about the setup, how the timing of this scene. Because I just thought Spencer was there by herself. And then Emily's there and she doesn't even know what's going on. She looks so unbothered by the situation. <laughs> She's just trying to eat. Spencer's very passionate about... She's, I think Ellie and Ian were together that summer. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> At least tell her this before you go on the phone. No, absolutely not. You need to have your 
Howdy, darling. Cool. But then Emily's just like, why? Look, I get she was giggly and all when she came back, but she was always giggly. What are you talking about? And Spencer goes, but Ali hates old people. Why would she be giggly? And Em has a Em has a really good line here, where she says, "Alison lied more than she breathed." You think that was enough to make Ian want to permanently shut her up? It's the more the way she says it, actually, than the actual line. We've gone from Emily, who cared about Alison and was like uh, my dream girlfriend, and now she's just so over it. <laughs> Done with it. She's got a new boo. She doesn't need it. Literally. My favourite thing about this is I wrote, Emily's like a TikToker on live trying not to say the word deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to get demonetised, guys. But then Spencer cuts back at her, saying, well, I thought you'd be happy it was anyone but Toby. Emily immediately put in her place. <laughs> Emily is on one. She that sticks up for Toby. Emily's on fire this entire episode. <laughs> she's burning. We also have to remember what happened last episode of Emily. She's obviously still fucking fired up from the whole Pam saga. And now she's having this conversation about Toby again, who she feels bad about anyway already for not believing him or whatever. And now here's Spencer. She. I don't even know what leads to it, but then Emily has this fire line of... If lying was a crime, we would all be in jail. It's like, yeah. It's the way she says it. Again, her delivery is so good. Go, Em. She's so sassy. Oh, yes, we like this Em. And then Agent Cooper comes by. <laughs> then we get... It's not really a scene change, so I didn't quite cut it up. But Hannah arrives, but she's being driven by Ashley. And... Icy. It's so cold in that car. They have this conversation. Ashley says, oh, we're not... Because Hannah goes, oh, we broke, broke. Like, do I have to get Emily to bum me a coffee today? <laughs> How bad is it? Can I get a muffin with my latte? But Ashley says, we're not broke, broke. I was smart enough to, you know, pay off a chunk of the mortgage. Smart. Yeah, I know. I was thinking this. She goes on about, you know, I did have the foresight or whatever. And I'm thinking, hun, you stole money. That's not smart. <laughs> and put it in a lasagna sheet box. There's nothing smart about this situation, Ashley. <laughs> nothing. Not at all. And then Hannah goes, well, if, you know, is it a felony? And Ashley just says, if they find out it's a felony. <laughs> it's still a felony. Such a great parent. Oh, Byron and Ashley are just meant to be. <laughs> Do you remember in, you know, the pilot where Ashley was really pissed off of Hannah for stealing things? Yeah. The, the full circle here is uncanny. Emily continues with her sassy, snappy jokes here. Hannah gets out the car and he goes, looks like you traded your wheels for some hills. They're flats. But they are Ferragamos. <laughs> I don't know what that Never means. Never heard of a Ferragamo, but I'm assuming it's a designer brand. An agency says to the girls, you know, I'm going to miss, going to miss this. Turns out she's out of here. Toby may be on bail, but he's the man. She knows he's the man. But do the girls have anything to tell her that will make her stay? And they're like, no. <laughs> no, please leave. Agency pisses off and right on time for Spencer to get off the phone. And she has found out that Ian and Ali were in fact at Hilton Head on the very same weekend. Call Winky Dink? I think not. Then we go. <laughs> to the school cafeteria. The conversation kind of continues from when they were having their breakfast and they're still talking about Agent Cooper and how... 
you know, she's not a small town cop and she would need way more evidence for them to, you know, provide proof that Ian is, in fact, the killer, not Toby. And then they glance outside. Through the window at Noel, which means it's a drink, babies. Noel's still smiling, by the way. (laughs) Don't know what's with this guy. He's on crack. And then as it glances to Noel, the conversation then shifts to Noel. And Arya floats around the idea that, oh, is, is Noel trying to help us? Or A, trying to help us find out who Ali's killer is. Spencer's obviously unsure, doesn't know what's going on. He's like, how would he even know about Ali and Ian in the first place? He's just there and he has a little interaction with little Mike. Arya looks concerned. What is going on? (laughs) She looks so mad. It's like, how dare he dare speak to my brother? And then we're greeted with Maya. Yeah, we are. And it's so cute. It is really cute. Emily looks so happy. She's smiley and she kisses her, actually, I think. She, like, stands up and kisses her, which is very cute. I think she says as well about the parents getting... Oh, Maya says about coming over or something or seeing her because turns out Pam just tolerates it. Like, she gets on with it, (laughs) apparently, according to Emily. Mr. Fields is okay with it, but Pam's like, it's fine. Plus, she's at town. But this scene is so stupidly funny because Em's got jokes again. Because Hannah says, is that girl on girl code for romance? (laughs) when they're going to study. Amaya says, no, obviously Emily's a romantic. She loves the, I don't even know what she says. I just know it that Emily adds on and ends it with, we dance naked around candles. Every single one of her friends look at her like, what? (laughs) Are you serious? Is that what lesbians do? (laughs) But then she obviously laughs and says, no, that's a Joke, guys. Gosh. I thought you'd all read your ally manuals. God, see, Em's out here cracking jokes now. And the, the thing that's cute, though, is that they're all kind of smiling whilst Emily yeah. and Maya are standing there being cute. Han mm. and Ari and Spencer are all just, like, smiling, and it's all very cute. And, yeah, it's a nice scene. It is. It's so nice. <laughs> and then, to quote my notes... No, no, no. <laughs> not that door. That not this baby. classroom. <laughs> I have something to say. Because I get PTSD from this door. But it pans across the door so that we can see Ezra. <laughs> Ezra in in doing his thing. He's writing on the board. But it's a shot of his body. And I'm very ashamed to say that I saw his bum. And I went, ooh. <laughs> I paused it and wrote, Ezra's got cake. (laughs) Oh my god, I never thought that was... I did not think that was what you were going to say at all. (laughs) But it comes into the classroom, it's a shot from behind, and I realised it was just a really fortunate angle. He's flat as a pancake. He's got no bum. However, then I couldn't look away from it as it zoomed in on it. It was a weird shot, wasn't it? I was, it I was more concerned about the shot than his bum. But <laughs> yes, it, he is writing on the board, and I guess it's to, it's the shot that I guess kind of 
is trying to show that someone is approaching him because then it turns to Noel who is still smiling this man is forever happy he's he's got a little smile on him no he's not smiling I've actually highlighted not smiling he's not smiling yet oh, is he, he not starts smiling off yet? not smiling when it's just his face he's very straight faced he compliments his vest <laughs> no nice vest this is your teacher look right and as he says this Ezra looks down at his vest really self-consciously yes it is my teacher look what did you mean oh and I swear he nods I just go yes this is a nice vest it is my vest <laughs> thank you still not getting an A bitch yes he goes on like he's reprinted his essay gives it to Ezra <laughs> Ezra looks at it and he's like this is the one you submitted already and, like immediately but now we found out that he now actually needs the A because otherwise he won't be able to play I called it when you questioned it last episode I said that it would be football related my favourite thing about this when he hands it to Ezra he says are might have misunderstood or something <laughs> says you misunderstood but he didn't say Aria he goes Aria and I'm like what not how you pronounce her name god even Noel doesn't know her name but then everyone starts entering and some meathead is like Khan we didn't it to know you in this class and Noel's like I'm looking for Aria Montgomery she has this first period right a meathead replies oh yeah you still you still getting with her <laughs> and with Ezra in the background Noel says thing about Arya is she's way into older guys oh oh that was such a perfect line especially because you can see Ezra in the background and he snatches that essay out of Noel's hand as soon as he says it Mm -hmm. I'll take it thank you (laughs) and then go sharks this is a quick turnaround on the drinking game here go sharks and then we get uh, we pan to Hannah in the hallway she's in her locker she opens the locker. Mirror shot. Oh, yeah. Mirror shot. <laughs> yeah, this is the scene. If you're drinking along with us, good luck. Don't do shots for this episode. You're screwed. But she on the mirror is a $100 bill with, of course, a note attached. But it says, go to 21 Main Street. Ask for Hefty Hannah's order. Why didn't they just say Lucky Leon's cupcakes anyway? <laughs> I know. Why the full address? I'd be like, what the Google it. <laughs> Aria comes by, asks Hannah if she wants to go for some coffee. Hannah can't. She's got physical therapy. Well, she's going to need some therapy after. Well, but then, <laughs> I don't. Does someone come back? Emily or Spencer says something because that you hear something off screen, but someone reveals um, it. Right? It's M. Yeah. yeah, she says, "Old oh, Toby's here." <laughs> off screen, someone goes, "Hey, freak." <laughs> coming through <laughs> so, oh my god this is lovely yeah. delightful entrance for Toby <laughs> mushroom head <laughs> he has returned and on his locker it says killer in red writing and he's also escorted by a policeman I was is the policeman gonna be there the whole time or well I don't think he's in he's picking up books right Oh, I thought he was coming back. No, I don't think so. I think the policeman's coming to get him books. 
because there's a thing that happens later in the episode where he's not oh yeah in case he he runs off (laughs) yeah i think that's what it is Uh, my favorite thing i have a question about killer do you reckon it was written in jungle brand (laughs) everything is jungle brand why are you questioning it toby is walking so slowly like so slowly and his path is blocked by another meathead looking man who just says murderer underline the man there because i went who the heck is this 40 year old (laughs) (laughs) that's true actually i paused it on this meathead's face and then there's because there's a few other people behind him and they all look about 45 why can't they hire young looking extras it's not that hard yeah you might not see it if you're just watching it but when you're pausing it constantly to like write notes and take notes of what's happening you notice in these like the extras are like so old is is there not enough young extras to be like i'm sure they're probably cheaper probably but then maybe they can't work as long hollywood okay and then you gotta take a half sip because you can see half of the go sharks oh wow you paid attention and then when it cuts back to toby after murderer it's a full go sharks oh (laughs) i told you this episode is painful also piss babies in the hallway for some reason yeah they they exchange the look looky look ezrin aria i don't know what the look is meant to say but i'm worried for you (laughs) don't get murdered do you think noel deserves a b (laughs) or an a but we are at lucky leon cupcakes we are hannah's in her business casual outfit for some reason oh v and she's got a little box ready she gets another a text it is a text and it says want the money sit there and eat everyone a (laughs) and hannah does exactly that there are six big fat ass piggy cupcakes in this box they're so big they are so big and it's one of the most iconic scenes right (laughs) it is it is the most iconic scenes and now no khan isn't helping himself because he just happens to be around lucky leon's cupcakes still fucking and the entire time this is taking place the man is just off to the side smiling at hannah which okay let's give handsome Bo Bansom the benefit of the doubt her boyfriend should he (laughs) should he not be a would you not stare back at someone if every time you go near them they're looking at you (laughs) because that's what's happening every time Noel is anywhere in their vicinity they're like wide-eyed it's like their their form of communication just stare at each other and smile in Noel's case that's why he's smiling he's so awkward they're always staring at him so he's thinking what have i done wrong i'm sorry Arian. i didn't work out but she's banging older guys i don't know what to do here poor sod (laughs) or he could be a but you know (laughs) yeah he could be a we will find out in due course but we get i guess it's it's meant to be like an ad break isn't it and we get back to the same scene and hannah's on her third cupcake (laughs) this is where my questions start to rise because noel's kind of gone and his friends now take place next to hannah and they just start laughing (laughs) pointing (laughs) (laughs) it is weird 
Well, they've probably seen her shove down three gut gates and they're a bit of a dick. Maybe, but why would you sit there? Like, you would, you might walk past and be like, oink, oink, haha, you're fat. But would you sit on the table staring at her while she can... And she just sits there and consumes the gut She didn't say anything. I suppose it's a low point for her. I don't know. But we go into a flashback. <laughs> this flashback. <laughs> this woman... She is sat at her, you know, the mansion bar, breakfast bar bit in the island. She is in 5,000 layers, as she often is. And she has a pillow shoved into one of those 5,000 layers. It looks so bad. But what looks worse is it kind of pans out and shows whatever she was eating. I don't know what it was, but it looks disgusting. It was like a pie. I thought it was a cherry pie. Because you can see, like, the, the remainder of, like, the inside of a pie and it's like in the casing of a pie so that's what i'm assuming it is it was gross <laughs> whatever it was love a cherry pie it's great i wouldn't eat the whole thing but <laughs> well the decimation of it is what was gross but someone rings the doorbell and she goes to hide the evidence but before she can of course our queen bee has let herself in <laughs> obviously she just appears no she got a really nice top on though i will give her that and then we get a rare sight for Ali. She seems caring. <laughs> she sees what Hannah's done and she sort of says, oh, you know, it's okay, I understand, baby girl. It sucks being as fat as you, doesn't it? <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but it's implied. <laughs> I know how you can get rid of it. Just take the pillow out of your jacket for fuck's sake. <laughs> no. She basically hints at bulimia is what Ali, Ali offers is the solution. Stick your finger down your throat, Hannah. We come back, we're on to cupcake four. You know, it took an entire flashback to get to the fourth cupcake. And I want to punch the footballers. They're still there. I'm so angry with them at this point. <laughs> I was angry at them before, but I'm so mad. They're mean. It's sad because they're, they're wasting their time <laughs> sitting there. Laughing at her and pointing. I will say, I love Hannah's nails. I think they're all different colours. At least one is orange and one's black, so I thought that was cute. Didn't know. I noticed the massive ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than the last one. How does she keep finding bigger rings? Oh my god. So, we go to the Fields house, Harvard. And we're sort of following Pam around, and you can hear Emily and Maya giggling and they're flirting Pam is eavesdropping as we all would and this adds to my theory that she spies through the door Emily and Maya's bare feet rubbing up against each other and it begs the question is Pam homophobic or is she got a phobia of feet <laughs> she barges in like oh she does someone's been murdered Emily <laughs> Pam looks stressed. She enters the room looking like she's about to have a heart attack. And she basically goes on to say, like, I won't live like this. Emily's like, Mum, what are you doing? I thought you were going to be out so I could have sexy time with Maya. <laughs> and this makes it okay. I'm sorry, hang on. And that makes it okay, Emily, not in my good Christian house. <laughs> she's like, I can't even imagine where this was going. Bit dramatic, Pam, but calm it a little bit, yeah? Maya pipes up. 
Pam, it's, you know, it's all good. We were just studying. Pam was the wrong thing to say. She crossed the line. It's not Pam. It is Mrs. Fields to you, child. (laughs) You are beneath me. Put some fucking socks on. You're going to give my daughter the lesbianism. She's already got it, Pam. Deal with it, babes. Maya looks so angry, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I love Maya. Maya's... Emily's losing her mind. Giving her the eye the whole time. (laughs) She she basically gets up to leave, doesn't she? Yeah, she gets kind of kicked out, really. And then Emily is saying, I'm so sorry, Maya. And Maya goes, it's not your fault. Looking at Pam. But Emily never misses. You know, Maya leaves. Pam sort of... They just... I think they go back and forth. They're staring at each other. But then Emily goes... For the first time in my life, I am ashamed that you are my mother. Damn, Pam. Pam looks like she's about to cry. I know, She should, Pam. She's a shit mum in this moment. Yes, Pam looks like she's about to cry. Emily looks so angry, which is understandable completely. She gonna murder that woman? She, yeah, she walks off. It was a good scene. Good scene. Good scene. We're back to cupcakes. Oh, yeah, they're fucking still there, these men. Boys. Whatever you want to call it. Arya sees her. The boys are just being arseholes. But before Arya comes over, Hannah gets a little A text again. A is stalking her this episode. You know how to get rid of it. A! (laughs) (laughs) Hannah looks very sad. She looks embarrassed, humiliated, all at once. Because obviously these weirdos are sat there which doesn't help the situation. She's having to consume six massive cupcakes, so she probably feels sick. And Arya comes over, which doesn't help the situation. Well, there's a rare Arya win. She puts... It's so rare. She puts the footballers in their place, <laughs> tells them off and says, don't you guys have practice, or did you lose all your balls? Queen. Arya thinks she's... See, Arya's dating an adult, so she thinks she's mature now. She got her big pill panties on. But Hannah admits it all. She says, you know, she thought once upon a time Ali was being nice. She wasn't. She was teaching her to throw up. Which, again, Arya continues her winning streak. She's a good friend here. She says, Hannah, that's not that's not safe. It's not healthy. Babe, you're better than that. Ali was a dick. Again, she doesn't say that, but implied. I like the good friendness. We go over, luckily, in the bathroom. She decides not to throw up. <laughs> it is. It's a good scene of... It's a mirror shot, technically, because I think she oh, sees Oh, yeah, it is. Yep, she does. Yeah, she looks at herself, looks at the t- toilet, and then I think she closes it. She kicks it, I think. And she washes her hands and goes to pull the table. Table? Paper towels. First paper towel says, oink, oink. She says, oh, he's such a bitch or something. <laughs> Luckily, though... She goes for a second towel. And what is there? Money, money, money. But only two paper towels worth, which is about $600. So A's being stingy because there's no way Ash went through all that trouble for $600. However, this gives me questions. One, is A hiding in the bathroom next door? Because how do they assure that Hannah is the one to pull these $600? And if they don't care about that and they're not hiding in the bathroom next door, A must be rich as hell to lose $600 <laughs> and still have to keep this up and, you know, hand it yeah. on to Hannah. 
I had the same question. Are they are they there? Do they know what's happening? Aria comes in. <laughs> and she's checking on Hannah, I guess, because she's comes in, she's really sweet, they link arms as they leave. It was cute. Uh, what's not cute? Here's <laughs> Emily's room. She's now sat on Emmy's bed. And she starts looking through this ball. She sees this bag next to the bed and I don't know if she thinks it's Emily's bag, but she knows that it's not her daughter's bag. She's seen that ugly ass cargo bag. She knows it. <laughs> she picks up the bag, which is obviously Maya's, that she forgot <laughs> in the rage of leaving. And she starts to look through. A bit cheeky. My, she's rummaging around, trying to find something. She kind of has a little huff at one point because she didn't find anything. But then... Well, she seems... Before that, well, she finds Maya's mix and everything. But the huff isn't so much a huff. I think it's a, it's a huff, but it's also a what am I doing moment. But then she's vindicated. Yeah, maybe. I was kind of like, right, she's pissed off that she hasn't found anything. <laughs> she was. I feel like she was thought she was gonna find something that would be that she could throw in Emily's face, being like, look, Maya's actually a murderer, and you shouldn't be with her. <laughs> Maya's actually straight. <laughs> I found her foot fetish photos. <laughs> But she finds a little tin that she opens and with disgust, Pan finds some weed. And in her mind, she's like, gold, gold. I wrote the same thing. (laughs) She struck gold. It's all she needs to take down the bitch that is She can do it. She can take down the Californian girl. And then, your favourite person, Ezra's classroom. He's so um, stressed. Noel has taken a whole tour of Rosewood. Cause no, no. Noel is now back <laughs> in Ezra's classroom. He watched Anna eat some cupcakes and was like, crap, I need to go on the football team. Yeah, do you remember? I need to see what grade I've got now. Ezra's standing strong. He's got balls, man. He's got balls. He does. He's given him a C again because that's the grade he earned. It is, and Noel's a bit desperate here. Little he desperate is. boy. You can see how he's a teenager, and Ezra's the adult here. Oh, adult, yeah. Do you know what this means? <laughs> but Ezra, he's standing, he's standing strong. He walks out, but Noel gets even more desperate. He actually touches him, makes contact, <laughs> grabs him and shouts at him. But again, Ezra's not stepping down. He knows what this means. He's holding his guns. He's like, do you know what? If I go to prison, at least I went to prison. Not an honest man. Not giving him an A. And Noel looks... His his frown has turned upside down. <laughs> no more smiles. He is sad because he's not going to play football. Don't get it. I think... Isn't C... I mean, in the UK, C's a pretty decent grade. It's a passing grade. In America, you need more than a C to play football. I think you could. I suppose if he's got C's across the board, the whole there's that whole stereotype of jocks don't have a brain. So I assume a lot of American schools are saying, "Yo, you're gonna need to get your grades up because otherwise it looks like you're coasting by on football. We can't let you prioritize football." I think it's a plot point in many a teen show that a footballer needs a high grade. So I just assume the point is that they don't want dumb jocks. I just don't get the American educational system. Maybe that's where my flaw is. Might just ring up Joe Biden and ask him. 
have a question. To be fair, when I got a C in maths, I was made to, I got a C in my maths UCSE, and they made me retake it because they were like, we reckon you can get a B. I took the paper again and got a C. I can't do maths. <laughs> I literally said to them, I don't, I don't care. A C to me was amazing. I, I was so glad I passed. But my teacher said, no, we reckon you can get like a B. Nope. Solid C. Don't do any better than that. I got a B. It was like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> my teachers were like, we think you should take the higher paper. Or take it again to get an A. And I was like, I don't really want an A. I'm not going to do anything to do with maths. Did they accept it? Yeah. Oh, well, I got forced. Well, I proved them wrong, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to spend, like, the rest of my year 11 in... I don't want to be mean, but like the stupid people classroom, like for maths, the lower tier, <laughs> where they have to draw I was the, in the, the clock. Stupid people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my math class. Yeah. I have a. Because basically, what happened was the people that passed. The reason I didn't want to go again was because the people that then had got the grade they were expected to get, or what the school wanted them to get got a free period so i missed out on a fr- i had to go back to math class which i then gave up on and i have a drawing i think it's on facebook i started drawing hitler in dresses don't know why <laughs> our teacher looked a bit like hitler so i think that's where it came from so i've drawn that's how little i cared about it i didn't study it was a waste of their money it was a waste of my time didn't work out in their favor maybe you should have taken history instead by the sounds of it i did take history i got like a v in that that was fine I know. I don't know. Oh my! I did history. I could never remember the date. Oh, I wrote um. Do you know Baby by Justin Bieber? I rewrote it to the Weimar above. Oh my goodness! <laughs> my teacher loved it so much he kept it for future students. Nerd. Anyways, back to the thing at hand. Why must they make Choin run? Because she clearly can't. <laughs> I don't know if you ever watched Friends, but. If you have watched Friends, guys, and there's a oh, scene where Phoebe <laughs> is running through the park. Troyne is Phoebe. Same thing. She, why do they... She's the only one that runs as well. I think Em runs in some occasionally. Yeah, Troyne is... Or Spencer's the only one that actively runs. She's bouncing around through town. And she sees Toby across the street. And she tries to very badly hide <laughs> take but she is all of us when she takes out her earbuds to try and suss what's going on <laughs> yeah she's like oh what's going she obviously sees him clocks and wants to understand like the circumstances whilst trying to hide behind a car but not really hiding behind well, she's got a the seat car. yeah but you, you, she's why is she trying to hide because she's not <laughs> you can still see her full body but Toby's basically getting abuse held at him and someone says something really mean <laughs> they, they say you've got a mushroom head no they didn't <laughs> when I heard them say it I was in shock for a bit I haven't written it down but I remember it was mean they say why don't you save us the cost of a trial and drop dead I know and he's a 16 year old boy 17 year old boy he's an old boy <laughs> I mean I I get it because obviously because people think that he killed a 16 or 15 year old girl so I get it but also I damn in, I mean, in, in real life I, they wouldn't have revealed his identity 
No, not in England at least. <laughs> yeah, not he in this country. He would be young boy. <laughs> the music then softens, I noticed. See, I have moments because I... This is around the time Yasmin told me a timestamp and I was trying to guess. I know, I think I have a theory of what it is and it's not the scene. But I was trying to guess what she was pointing out to me. So the music softens and Toby walks. People are hollering at him and two little kids of ice cream are in front of them. And for some odd reason, they know who Toby is, so they cross the road. That they're offended by his haircut, I don't really know. But basically, he's getting verbally and kind of physically abused at this point. And it hits him because, you know, as far as we know with Toby, as he's told Emily, it wasn't me. So he runs away... And he runs into the garbage and the music's really <laughs> sad <laughs> and I'm really sad because anytime Toby's upset apparently I'm upset because it really did upset me. Me too. But I'm also trying to figure out what the heck Yasmin's talking about <laughs> at the 21 minute mark. So I'm going, is it the antique shop? Is it, is it the antique? Is that? Write down antique shop. Spencer running. I don't believe this is it. I don't believe this is what you were referring to so it's okay. Um... But then it cuts to Spencer spies on him as he's crying, sobbing. He he has a Troy Bolton moment. He slams himself against the wall, collapses and starts crying. It's awful. It's horrible. I'm so glad you felt sad about it because you didn't feel as sad last time he got caught by the police. No, I was really... I think it was... He was really sad because now we know it wasn't him. Like, 100% can't be him. And did you figure out what the 21-minute moment was? It's the next scene. No, it is this scene. Oh. <laughs> okay, what was... Oops, what was the 21-minute thing? It was the thing? moment where... So there's a moment where he's he's crying and Spencer's looking at him through the, the fence and she softens. You can see it in her face. She feels bad. And then I'm like, this is the start. Of something new, it feels so, so right. right. Yeah, I did write. To be here with you. <laughs> and now, watching you break down, I feel in feel my heart. heart. You're not Ali's killer. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did write this. I did write, is it the blossoming of Spencer and Toby? But what I thought you were referring to is. Also at the 21 minute mark, we, we cut to Emily stomping around her room in an 87 jersey and I went, oh, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no! Before you were referring to Taylor Swift's current boyfriend whose number is 87. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I'm so deep in Swifty <laughs> Wow, Lacey's full Swifty mode. I didn't even know the number of his jersey. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I was... Because I had written, oh, is it Spencer and Toby, which I love? And then it cut to Emily and went, oh, obviously it's this. Obviously it's the Travis Kelsey You reference. were right the first time. You should have stuck to your guns. Well, I mean, there is a Travis Kelsey reference. <laughs> well, obviously that's what Lacey thought. <laughs> I did, I did. And Emily's so butch in this scene, it's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the oversized football shirt, the shorts, the stomping. Well, she, in, they're giving off stereotypical lesbian vibes. She, Pam walks in, obviously, and she mentions that her friend, I feel like she can't say Maya, it's always oh, no. her friend left her backpack and Pam took time out of her day. Well, I guess Maya 
they live across from her, right? Or apparently. <laughs> she returned it to her parents. Emily's still pissed off at her and is not really saying anything. She's glaring. It's hilarious. If looks could kill. But Pam, obviously, she wants to clarify if the drugs Emily was using as well. And she, but she just straight up asks her if she's doing drugs. And she, like, grabs her face. <laughs> Doesn't just straight up ask her. <laughs> she grabs her face saying, like, are you dr- doing drugs? Is that, is that what this whole thing is about? Because for God forbid Emily is attracted to girls, there must be something deeper. Like She's on the weeds. She could be, but she slaps Pam. Well, slaps her hand away, but... And she, yeah, she pushes her hand away. But then Pam tries to do stereotypical, I'm not a homophobe. <laughs> it's not because it's a girl. Like, if it was a boy, I would have done the if same thing. If it was thing. a boy, you wouldn't have gone through his bag. I don't even know who you are anymore. What's so stereotypical homophobic parent, though. I feel like that line's in every single TV Literally. show. I don't know who you are anymore. And it's kind of like, I don't... I haven't changed. I just like girls. I just like <laughs> girls. God, I've always like down. girls. Emily's confirmed. She's like, no, you don't know me. But Pam looks so offended. And she goes full Karen. Oh, she does. You're not allowed to see her anymore. And then this made me a bit emotional because they're kind of bickering. And then Emily goes, this doesn't change how I feel about her. But then Pam shoots back with a prop. She, and the look that she gives her, she knows what she's going to say. And she knows what the damage it's going to cause. Oh, it's she's so like, don't bother calling your father. He's as disappointed in you as I am. That was hard, Pam. That was harsh, Pam. That was naughty. You've done some horrible things so far. That's irreversible, that is. That <laughs> Trauma is hurtful. Speaking of shit parents, though. Domestic Byron is back. Byron is spending all his time in the kitchen at the moment. <laughs> I wrote, is he making chicken? Oh, my gosh. Oh, chicken? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure he knows how to cook a chicken. I mean, he gets a point for trying, I guess. You know, he's trying to be a, a decent parent. He just needs to work on what he says. It's too late. There's this whole thing while he's preparing dinner. Mike goes to get food and Byron's like, no, baby. Din Din's. Arya's tossing a salad really hard. Like, so half-heartedly. Just... But Arya starts questioning him about Noel Khan and it's such a sibling interaction. She keeps pushing him and he's just going, I don't... Yeah, we're kind of friends no I don't really know what we talked about like what's your thing and then so he goes jealous match and Arya shoots back with stupid match (laughs) (laughs) so sibling I thought he was gonna get up and walk away but he doesn't he I guess they kind of they know it's a joke and he he confirms it wasn't they didn't talk about anything apart from Noel told him about a rumour which is that the English teacher, you know, the one that you think is so great, Arya, Honey Buns, he's having a thing with one of his students. And Arya looks like the oxygen has been sucked from her lungs. She's losing it. I have a question for you. Because she then says, as Byron's about to serve dinner, I screwed up. And we get to see both Byron and Mike's faces. Do you... 
I think one of them knows, but I'd want to hear your opinion. Do you think any of them have sussed it at this point? I definitely think it's crossing Byron's mind more than Mike. I think Mike is just don't know. I think Mike's got it. I think Mike really realizes immediately. I think he can read her immediately because really? Mike, because Byron chastises Mike for bringing it up, saying it could ruin someone's life, which is when Ari says I screwed up. Byron's thinking about it, but you look at Mike and Mike leans back and looks at her like, okay, right, I see. I think he knows. I think he knows immediately that it's I thought Byron might have sussed it because obviously he's done (laughs) the same thing (laughs) with his students. But I don't think he wants to think of his little girl like that. So I just think he, it crosses his brain. And then she mentioned Spencer and he's like, of course my little girl wouldn't do this. Mike, however, as her younger sibling, is like, <laughs> yes, she did. Because he thinks he thinks about it too long. Because even after Maybe. Arya leaves, Byron is still thinking about it, and Mike is just over it. Mike also might have, but I feel like he's definitely he's definitely not trying to think about it, but he's thinking about it. He just sat there. He just looks so confused. What just happened? Even I'm confused because that was a terrible way to act in front of. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> I do, th- okay, I'll agree that Byron might have sussed it as well, but I believe Mike sussed it. It was such, in the same way that that conversation was so sibling, it was such a look of a sibling looking at their sister and going, you're lying to dad and I know it. I mean, also, I wouldn't blame him for sussing it because she fucking gave it away. She was so oh, she obvious. She looked like she was about to cry. She went silent for way too long and then she was just really panicky and flustered. I was like, oh, she's like, I'm sorry, I need to go to Spencer's. And then she goes and cries in her car for a moment. It is. Before we uh, fuck off, I'm gonna gonna need this for the next scene. Gonna gonna really need this for the next scene. One second, guys. I might as well just drink from the bottle at this point. Ah, oh, the next scene. So, I have a breakdown here of this scene. I think Ezra's also having a breakdown. Let's, did you see his oh, hair? So he is. As you say, Ezra's having a breakdown. He, like me, is having a stiff drink. His tie? Loose. Collar? Unbuttoned. Hair? Unkempt and limp all over his head. There's a knock at the door. Arya enters, as she often does, like a sheepish bitch. Although he swallows before the door opens, because he's definitely thinking the police are here for him. However... You know, she comes around. We see Ezra's from the waist down. The snazzy waistcoat that uh, Noel complimented him on. Unbuttoned. Shirt, untucked. Man, losing his mind. He thinks his life is over. Also, he's somehow grown stubble in the past four hours. I swear he had shaved this morning. And yet he definitely has stubble now. It's the stress. I mean, he had a little bit of stubble. But like, it's it's noticeable now. It's over, Arya. It's over. And then Arya proves herself time and time again to be the adult in this relationship. Takes the drink from his hands while Ezra takes her hands. <laughs> and he does some speech that I didn't write down because I don't give a shit. I wrote down, what you, and her, what you and I have is the most real and honest thing in my life. And that's something I hope you'll remember. And I wrote, oh, you're not going to die. Why are you being so dramatic? <laughs> I wrote this saying he's saying it like he's dying. <laughs> yeah, he, then he goes on to suggest if he resigns and leaves Rosewood, you know, no one have a reason to tell on them. 
And then he, I wrote down another line. Hey, even though this doesn't look right, it has always felt right. And I will not let him change this into something that feels wrong. I just can't. <clears throat> and then I wrote, <clears throat> our Delulu queen has met her match. Delulu king. She has. I get so angry here because I say, why did the writers push this relationship so much? What are they doing? And then I remember and I go, doesn't this, I feel like this has inspired so many people to get just as Delulu as Ezra and Arya. Okay. And I'm thinking, all these people that are watching this are normalising these kind of relationships. And I remember earlier in this month, there was a TikToker that Yasmin found. And, uh, well, I'll let her continue the story, but she says she blacked out. <laughs> I was having a bit of a boozy night. And me and Lacey have agreed that, you know, on TikTok we'll engage with other creators. So I was just looking through our For You page. Follow us on immortality.podcast, by the way. What a, what a little, little tease. I was looking and I came across a video that I, I don't remember doing this. Okay, I think I commented on about 15 videos. <laughs> One of these videos, my comment went a bit crazy. And it was a video of, I think it's a scene we've already had between Ezra and I can't remember what it said, but it was something. It's, it said, whenever my teacher touches me, he can feel the tension and I can too. He knows it's real. <laughs> yes. And it was a scene of Ezra and Arya in, at school. And I commented, every girl can relate, I think. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and not a lot of people in liked my comment (laughs) the amount of replies that were like other girls in the room with us now (laughs) who uh no this is so wrong and yasmin panics and is like shall i delete it but by the point she replies to me i've already doubled down i've added to the comment and said oh nobody else had a french teacher that had a little je ne sais quoi (laughs) I don't know if she added fuel to the fire or... I don't know. That was funny. She made it worse. (laughs) But we got comments for like three days straight. It was crazy. And then Yasmin looks into this person, (laughs) goes on their page, and yeah, they were Delulu. (laughs) They were Delulu. I don't know who they are, but I just... I took a moment because I thought oh let me have a look at other videos and all of their videos are basically to do with a teacher student relationship and I thought oh okay stepped on a nail here (laughs) maybe shouldn't have commented on this person but as I said I don't remember it I was in a drunken haze (laughs) it was so funny because at first, Yasmin tried to defend it and say she obviously meant it about a hate, like a different couple's video. And I'm going, I don't think you did, babe. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did either. I think I, I commented on so many that I was thought maybe I meant it for something else. But I don't remember what, what other videos I wrote on. So, gosh, I sound like an alcoholic here. Just you want do, to put a disclaimer not. here. I'm not. 
Who it knows? was just we were we were away for my birthday and I'd had a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny and it stands to be our most liked comment at this point. Not for good reasons, but it's fine. If you wanna see, I think I did post about it on our TikTok. Head over there and have a look. And follow us. Yes, please do. But back to the scene, and there's piano music, the piano music, their piano music, the aria, Esvia bullshit. My queen, oh, I wanted to vomit. She's like crying. And then she ugh, reaches up to brush his limp hair from his sweaty face. Oh, and then she wraps her hands around his neck for a second. And I'm thinking, strangle him. Please strangle him. Any second now, she's going to strangle him. She pulls him in instead and whispers or says, I love you. And the red flag is he does not say it back. <laughs> he also looks a bit shocked, to be fair. I don't think they're ready to say that. <laughs> no, he's about to go to jail, Aria. Pick your moments. The kiss. It starts off tentatively and I'm going, Ugh. All okay. the kisses are like this, though. They're disgusting. And they go at it. And all I'm thinking is, shoot me. Shoot me now. They clearly Get didn't have any, like... You know, nowadays they have intimacy coordinators. They clearly... Yeah. Like, I'm not saying they don't... They obviously have very good chemistry, the actors. But the direction of the kiss is just all wrong. Every time oh. they kiss, it's disgusting. It starts so off bad. okay, and then it's like, oh, I go this way, you go that way. My mouth is open way too much. I'm basically sucking your face. It's just, it's all off. I'm just, this isn't romantic. This is disgusting. But anyway. Dr. <laughs> Spencer is actually doing what a student should be doing, which is studying and highlighting a book. Oh, I was confused by my note here. But Spencer and I were actually highlighting at the same time. So when uh... it comes... I was like, oh, you're twins. <laughs> I was, I was like, who's the twin? Me. She's sucking her thumb as well. Well, the tip of her thumb, but she's sucking her thumb, which I thought was a weird thing for her to be doing. She's tempted. She's tempted by those boxes in that room. She is. She can't help herself. She can't. She goes up to untape it and she then goes the full whack. But then, unfortunately, the door goes and she very quickly tapes it back <laughs> and goes back to studying. And it's Mel who enters with loads of shopping bags and she she invites Spencer to dinner. Like, I think, I can't remember she said it's like as a thank you or as a goodbye or something. She's treating the parents. So oh, you should come along too. I think Mel drops something. Spencer's like, oh, do you need some help? She goes to pick it up and it's an ovulation kit. It is. Melissa's immediately panicky. She says, oh, you shouldn't have seen that. But Spencer's like, I have. <laughs> the hell? Melissa admits it's a secret adamant. She's adamant it's a secret. You can't tell anybody. But she's trying to get pregnant. And Spencer, continuing her distaste for Ian, with Ian? as she did the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> with Ian? She has a little bit of hope in her voice. Maybe she thinks Mel's having an affair. She wishes. Of course it's Ian! She wants a bigger fam. She doesn't want to be a grandma when she has kids. I think both both Spencer and I had the same face. Just, really? Yeah. Spencer's questioning it. You know, why are you changing... You know, why all of a sudden do you have a change of heart? 
you were so struck on you know being academically successful but now you want 25 children what is what's going on who this new sister who this yeah mel is i've changed you know things change when you get older and things don't seem as important as they once were school who cares about school it's all about I children Spencer calls her out though. She says, "But you wanted this last week," and I was like, "Being married is different." Yeah, being married for all of two weeks is just great. Wouldn't it be great to have a little me or a little Ian running around? She's really insistent. She's happy, which is really nerving. Watching. It's a bit too much. Yeah, which Spencer catches up on. Right? She's like, "What?" She's being a bit too happy. She's like smiling all the time which is very unlike melissa that we've seen anyway so far but of course their kind of happy moment is interrupted again by ian thomas who <laughs> sounds very angry he's like, i thought we were going to keep this between us like, oh spencer clarifies you know i saw it she didn't have anything to do with it it's so awful. it's really weird and mel's like you know this bit is what creeped me out Melissa's kind of, you know, we can trust Spencer. She knows she can keep a secret. And Ian says, whilst looking at Spencer directly, yeah, I know she can. Creep. And we know what he meant by that comment, which is just even more disgusting. Ew. It's disgusting. I hate him. Like most rosewood men. <laughs> rosewood men. See? So we started this episode off by me saying I immediately dislike Ian and now Lazy hates him. <laughs> I always... No, no, I always hated Ian. I love that you were a man-hater at the start, though. I... See, I'm partial to some men. As we know, I'm partial to Noel. I'm, Gosh, doesn't stop going on about him. I love him. No, I don't. I do. I was partial to some. Oh, oh, we're all partial to Sean. Everybody loves a Sean and Mr. Everyone Fields. Everyone loves Sean. But no, I yeah, he's a creep and Ian is always a creep. He just strikes me as abusive spouse, which is really heavy for... Well, I say it's really heavy for a teen show, but the main character disappeared at the start, so... Yeah, that's not deep for this show. No, it's not. Especially how this goes. I know. I get to slimy vibes. I think it's the hair. Yeah. He's like slipped back. I just no, Ian, please. Anyway, McMansion. Hannah, they clearly haven't learned anything here. Hannah arrives back home and she the first thing she goes to do is stash the money. <laughs> not in a safe, not Nuh-uh. anywhere. But the lasagna sheet box again. Because we all know how well that went last time. Should we make merch and we get popular enough to have merch? Can we have lasagna box shape safes? Yeah, definitely. Such a vibe. <laughs> Such a vibe. I just don't get it. No. I don't understand the mentality here. <laughs> As she comes in, Hannah has to act fast because she hasn't finished doing her things. <laughs> she kind of pretends she's going to cook the pasta for dinner, but Ash is her mum. Ash knows when she's lying. And obviously, Hannah doesn't eat carbs. This whole time, she's always been like, no, ew. Spill it. So she does. She spills it. She knocks that pasta, well, the lasagna down, and of course the money flows out. Ash doesn't ask too many questions, to be honest. 
She asks enough, though. She really? asks, where did you get it from? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lucky Leon's. No, no, no. But she asks, where did you get it from? Hannah deflects her. Hannah gets more wine. Which, where did Ashley get the wine from to begin with? Yeah, she deflects, but like that's what I mean. Ashley doesn't, is like, no, Hannah, where did you get this money from? Like, you can't just steal it. She's like, oh, okay. No, she doesn't, oh, okay. She goes, where does the money come from? Hannah says, I found it in the bathroom. Ashley says, and you didn't think to turn it into people? And Hannah goes, no. And then Ashley goes, okay, yeah, fine. Just don't put yeah, it in the lasagna exactly. box. Okay. <laughs> it's like, find a better place to hide it. Okay. And then before she leaves, because Ashley just swans out with her wine. <laughs> before she does, Hannah goes, wait, how do you know when I'm lying? And Ashley says, I'll never give that up. And then Hannah then goes to the mirror to figure out what what the tell is. And the way she tests this is by going to the mirror and going, I am still a virgin. I am not a virgin. Now, I want to know if you noticed the tell. Because I think the tell is her blinking. She blinks more when she says, I am not a virgin. Now, Ashley could be bluffing. (laughs) That's the thing. I think Ashley's bluffing. But then I was thinking, if there is one, it's the blinking. Oh, also, you need to drink because the Hannah thing was a mirror shot. Any hoodles? My initial notes immediately. Lying bitch. Arya's lying to her dad. <laughs> she is lying to her dad. She's saying that she's round Spencer's. and But this is the first time she's actually staying round. Which, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't think she's never lied about this before. And <sighs> that stupid song. Oh, the song. She, oh, oh. she also, she hangs up the phone on her dad. And she looks over at Ezra and goes, I won't let you do that. And he's like, what? But I thought she was saying about him doing weed because the candle he has looks like a massive bowl. <laughs> so I was thinking, oh, Aria, moral queen. But no, it's just a really weird gothic candle. And it is actually that he's pouting at her across the thing and he's looking at her like it's the last time he's going to see her. Yeah, that's what I think she was inferring. But they cuddle... <sighs> quite a short scene and then <laughs> Spencer does what any girl would do she learns a secret, she tells her best friend Melissa's getting pregnant <laughs> <laughs> and then Hannah says it out as you say Hannah yells it and Spencer goes, I said it was a secret <laughs> but Spencer looks so young here she does, I feel like she's getting younger she's got like, baby face yeah. but Spencer is adamant she wants to see inside those boxes. She wants to know what is happening. But Emily walks up, distraught. Yeah, she's depressed looking. <laughs> I, I interrupted the depressed M to say that I love Hannah's hair. It's got a braid in it. It's kind of Oh, like yes, 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 yes. Cute. I like the braid. But Emily's depressed. I didn't even get to say goodbye. Christ, she's going to juvie camp for three months why what does she say my mother <laughs> that's what happened my mother oh look and we're back again god he's in this episode a lot isn't he ezra is doing a pathetic attempt of packing up his classroom with his sorry let's rephrase just chucking his mug into his <laughs> bag and that's it i'm i'm jamming to the music the music was pretty good apparently 
and his satchel bag is such an ick yeah it is a bit of an ick that's the thing though what do they what wouldn't be an ick for a t- like a briefcase yeah no he'd be a wanker then exactly uh, maybe just a backpack but like a black one or something basic he bought it from tk maxx cost him a ton. yeah by the way go sharks there's a slow-mo walk in the hallway what is that about it's so disgusting oh he sees aria doesn't he but behind him we see a little commotion happening we see the police and we see noel and they're walking towards a locker and then you miss an important character for the first time ever we see the principal oh yeah the principal is this the first time we've seen him yeah we, we've, we've mentioned this before where we've never seen the principal before <laughs> i'm gonna drink to him yeah drink to the principal i literally wrote rare sight principal's here it is i was a bit like i was thinking that have we seen him yet but then i thought we had but okay we haven't we hear noel saying someone set me up you have to believe me blah, 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 blah. and what does he find in his locker lacy free sets of answers to free midterms noel been cheating oh my god and the principal says a very key line here oh yeah which is i don't see myself ever believing you again which i just thought was oh very key key. in this situation (laughs) and fate has flashed before ezra's eyes he (laughs) cannot believe what is happening (laughs) he's living they are gucci they are good he is free oh he is saved aria looks so grateful and the girls all get a text can i discuss the outfits for three seconds Oh, yeah, you can. I don't remember Hannah. them, but sure, go for it. <laughs> Stolen Ezra's waistcoat. Stolen. She's wearing a waistcoat. Emily, she's in a judy. She's in a jeans hoodie. She wears it later in the episode as well. It's, she loves her judy. But it is a hoodie with a hood. It's a jeans hoodie. And I literally wrote judy. That's all I wrote. That's all I needed to write. Anyways, the A text, which everybody gets. And I love this A text. A is for Alison not amateur doesn't sign a you know who it's from <laughs> noel khan is an a oh theory busted Mm-mm. which means he's off the hook and he's cute again oh okay so that works <laughs> <laughs> it is to me well there we are noel is not a so we're back to square one again fuck's sake <laughs> and we're back to spencer's house where Arya, fuck, mm. she pisses me off all the time, but she really pisses me off here. No, it's a good quote, but it's It fine. is a good quote. She's sitting there and she's vibing and she goes, I don't know who I'm more afraid of. A, the bitch who tried to flatten Hannah, or A, our new frenemy. It's not R though. Collective R, I don't think quite works. Your new frenemy, no, Arya, babe. Just for because... you. She smiles. She has this dopey little smile and I want to freaking punch her. A saved my relationship. <sighs> Which kind of smacks that the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, A tried to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Dick. <laughs> she, so it cuts to Arya here and Arya's face is such a... Well, swings and roundabouts. Ezra's not going to jail. You're alive, it's fine. No, she does, I agree. She does look like that. She's more grateful that... Ezra has been saved than that Hannah is alive. 
But then we turn into the A Defender Club. Spencer says, well, I only did that because she thought she, you saw her. So Hannah, if you don't go looking for A, it's fine. Then Melissa enters and Spencer jumps into advanced math like it's nothing. Melissa's all smiles as well. As you, her fake, well, it's coming across fake anyway. I don't know if it is meant to be, but. Aria questions why Melissa's being nice. And Melissa says, I'm trying to play nice here. And Hannah goes, okay, I'll play along. They're all being fake. Because of the whole Ian situation. But Mel goes on about how great married life is and how she doesn't have to try so hard anymore. And Hannah says, yeah, that's how my mum felt before my dad met (laughs) Isabel. (laughs) And Mel is still, you know, oh, that's one thing I don't have to worry about because Ian would never look at another woman. She laughs and Arya, because the shot is over Arya's shoulder at Mel. Arya whips her head around immediately looking at Spencer like, (laughs) Ian has. (laughs) And Hannah does the same thing. She looks at Spencer going, (laughs) I know, it's so obvious. Ian appears again. You ready, wife? Of course he does. Oh, they're so gross. Hi, wifey. Hi, handsome husband. Disgusting. Please, can we not? But it's very good timing because they leave and <laughs> walks through one of their other 20 doors in their house. <laughs> Why do they have so many? But the girls were clearly looking forward to this moment because they're all smiles. It's creepy almost. They all spin around like... Even Em's like, what is happening? Why are you smiling at me? They tell her that they have a surprise for her in Spencer's room. You need to go and see for yourself. Well, Spencer really wants to lead her up there. And Arya says, no, no, I think she should do it herself spencer don't cock block (laughs) she kind of has like a moment before she opens the door because she must know right i thought she might know but then when she goes and she's like oh maya and it's it's quite cute but there there you can you can sense the sadness it is emily's tried to reach her but maya's parents have blocked her phone emily says how did you get here Maya says it takes a village and a really tall ladder and they're crying and I'm crying and it's all an emotional moment. But downstairs, three musketeers snooping. They got they're business. going through those boxes. Finally, the time has come. Arya finds nothing. Well, she thinks she's found something, but it's just Ali's missing paper, which Spencer's like, yeah, everyone has that. It's like a souvenir almost. <laughs> Oh, it is. People do that here, right? <laughs> so this is a really weird scene for the fact that we get a bit of perspective from assumedly A, but someone spying at them through the window, and it cuts between this shot constantly. Person outside and the person inside. Spencer finds binoculars, and Hannah goes, for spying. Upstairs, they can hear the girls giggling. And they're all really sweet about it. They all seem really happy. But Hannah says she's jealous. And I'm thinking, you have a boyfriend yeah remember sean who (laughs) (laughs) sean exists you know they couldn't afford him every episode clearly but upstairs they're dancing and i will say this now in season one episode 12 unfortunately guys if this is your first time viewing the show emily and maya are not officially endgame but they are to me and they will always be to me this is the best partner Emily has throughout all seven seasons. 1000%. They are meant to be together. They complement each other. It is cute. Also, this is episode 13. Oops. 
It's midway through season one, who cares? <laughs> Maya's definitely the best match for Emily. You will hear us, I mean, little disclaimer, we might as well, you will hear us criticise every single one yeah. of Emily's next bays. And there are multiple, just a spoiler. Maya, we will never hate on. No. I don't think we ever have. No, Maya's never done. We've only mocked her in, in conjunction with Spencer, but we've always been on Maya's side. <laughs> Watching this scene made me so sad knowing that they are not officially endgame i was just thinking I every time it. i rewatch it i get like that it makes me sad but i did notice the huge picnic basket did you notice that no i just noticed all the candles that were definitely a fire hazard they, they had drinks they had like a, bo- a bottle of something loads of food and then there's a massive picnic basket it was like overflowing with food it's like Phew. i wonder who did that spencer spencer <laughs> probably downstairs again Arya's getting frustrated all they found is comic book comic books comic books what a which is evidence of geekdom but not a crime and then our favourite couple come down Maya's so cute she thanks the girl she gives every one of them a hug but you know Mr Creepy McGee or Mrs whoever they are is spying as Maya leaves <laughs> kind of ruins the moment a little bit it does but Emily's so happy and she thanks them. It's just, it just makes me want to cry. It's very nice. I think if I didn't know what was happening, I probably, I guess I'd probably still be sad, but not as sad as I am watching it <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> but they ask where she's going, and Emily reveals it's true north. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> they sent Betsy Burger there for huffing spray paint. She came back as a drummer in a gospel band. <laughs> uh, Betsy Burger of all people. Oh, Hannah, I love Hannah. But True North in itself just sounds like such a ghetto place. It does, doesn't it? It really, it sounds like a scary place. Emily looks so concerned as well when Hannah's saying this. She's thinking, fuck. But Arya reassures her. Fine, Maya is strong-willed. But then Emily goes, well, any progress then? Did you find anything on Ian? Uh Uh-uh. And then... Aria's phone, or someone's phone, goes off. Aria looks at her phone, and it's a A text. <laughs> Again. A is busy. Don't say I never gave you anything. Turn on your computer. A. It's really <sighs> ambiguous, because how could you have known they're all together? They go to Spencer's laptop, and she's got one email. Of course. She deleted the last one. She should have two, really. And... It is the rest of the alley tape. And we get a little surprise because I guess we saw a part of this scene in the last episode, in the A scene. But we also get more, which is very exciting. (laughs) It's very exciting, but it's very funny, their reactions. Because we get the whole scene we've seen. I want to kiss, come closer, da-da-da-da-da. But then Ian just bats the camera away, like... And it falls to the ground, and the girls act like they're hearing Ali get murdered. But she doesn't sound particularly in distress. No. She's making noises, but I don't think she's distressed. She's making, like, groaning noises. I mean, yeah. everyone might be able to interpret these differently, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we completely missed their reaction to Ian, because obviously they've seen oh, the first of part of it, but they haven't seen it when the camera turns around onto Ian and they all go <gasps> that's gasp number one gasp number two happens when 
the floor scene, we see dirt. And then we see a hand. The hand full flat. It's Ali's hand. The bracelet's there. It's clearly Ali. And then she moves the hand. <gasps> and then she lets a hand fall to that again. <gasps> they hear a thump outside. And then we see A, who also can't run. <laughs> no one can run in this show. But they start running through the woods that apparently Spencer's house backs up on, even though I'm pretty sure her she had a backyard that backed onto Ali's. So where the woods come from? <laughs> We don't know. Rosewood map gets more and more confusing every episode. We need to make a map. (laughs) Well, you really do. Anyway, this is a bit of a confusing scene because A runs, I guess it's A, through the woods. I'm getting motion sickness from the camera. It's a bit wild. They look behind them and they're being chased, so we can only assume that all four girls put on their running shoes and went for a toddle. Then they eventually hide behind a tree and we see the girls in quite possibly the worst acting moment ever. All of their lines are delivered so dead. I didn't write them all down, but Emily goes, that bitch is fast. That's how the line is delivered. Yeah, that is. Were you tired, Jay? Like, what happened? (laughs) You've been on fire this entire episode, but you couldn't couldn't get it at the last minute. They are very flat. They're also just tired, and they couldn't be bothered to deliver their lines. A just wasn't scary enough. Me, personally, I'd be like, oh my god, who was that <laughs> looking at us? Why were they spying on us? We just got a video of Ali potentially being murdered by Ian and someone's outside. <sighs> I feel like someone, I don't know who, but they deliver it just as flat as Emily did, but it's like, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> Where's the pep, guys? <laughs> but then the episode ends, you know, that's it, done. No A scene. Well, that is technically the A scene. I guess, yeah, it's, yeah. It is a bit. <laughs> and breathe after that episode. Who, well, no, who had your favourite quote? Okay, my favourite, I don't know if I was allowed to have him, because I guess... We don't, the quotes don't matter, it's the Okay, liars. cool. My favourite quote is Mike's. Mike is getting a point this, this episode, the first point, when he pipes up to Byron, saying, That's just so you, Dad. You lie and cheat, but you draw the line of hypocrisy. You're such a role model. She's a man hater. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I know it's man eater, but it's funnier. What's yours? It's an aria. Oh my god. I know, am I okay? But it's, uh, I don't know who I'm more afraid of. A, the bitch who tried to flatten Hannah, or A, our new friend of me. It just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that quote. Who's your liar? My favourite liar is Emily. Why? Because she's a badass bitch this episode and she deserves it. She's good this episode. Who's yours? Dare say Aria. Not Aria! (laughs) Emily as well. It's the same reason. She's so good. She's so good this episode. Two points to Emily. Do you know, we started this series saying Emily's never gonna get a favourite liar. Emily's probably one of the highest. Turns out Aria's one of the lowest. She was a good friend, but she has too much going on with Vesper, it makes me sick. But that was episode 13. Lucky number 13. I got to mention Taylor, even though Taylor wasn't what you were talking about. (laughs) It was a good episode, I was happy with episode 13. Yep, solid. I think one of the best episodes we've had. Oh yeah, drama filled, too many A messages. Unfortunately, Byron was there, so was Ezra. (laughs) It was a good one. It was. And if you're still here and haven't been alcohol poisoned by the amount of stupid drinking games in this episode, good luck! (laughs) (laughs) 
We'll see you in episode 14. Cheers! Thanks for listening. Remember to rate and review, even if it's just to say, go sharks! Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at immortality.podcast. Thank you.